This is Bigger Pockets Daily, real estate investing education for your earballs. The following article was first published on biggerpockets.com/blog. We'll link to it in the show description, but you can see the photos, comments, and related articles. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9 to 5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 10 charts that summarize the U.S. economy. Hint. It's a mixed bag by Paul Moore. We're going to talk about the economy. I'm not going to make economic predictions here, but I'm going to try to assess where we are or might be, in this crazy economy. Are we in a recession? Are we about to enter a recession? What is the biggest risk to our financial future? First up, are we in a recession? A lot of experts, pundits, and screaming headlines would say, yeah. J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon thinks we are headed for a recession. Cantor Fitzgerald doesn't think the bear market is over. The S&P 500 has lost about 17% year-to-date. With all of these negative headlines, the world seems awfully dark. But just how accurate are they? Recession comes up more often, but do the headlines match reality? Nobel Prize-winning economist Richard Thaler says there's no recession, despite two straight quarters of negative GDP growth earlier this year. According to Thaler, calling the U.S. economy recessionary is just funny. Besides Thaler, we can always trust the government, right? (laughs) I mean, the deputy U.S. Treasury chief predicts a soft landing. He believes the Fed may tame inflation and avoid a recession, or at least that's possible. He says we have the capacity to take steps to bring inflation down, but also make the needed investments to make sure the economy continues to grow. 
he said. Lauren Baker of ITR Economics is a distinguished economist who can provide reliable information for the industry. She did a great job explaining at BPCon 22 a contextually sensible view of why the economy might not be as bad as people think and why we may have a soft landing. I'll attempt to explain in this podcast several slides from her talk with a brief explanation. While U.S. GDP declined two quarters in a row, Lauren pointed out that it's still at near-record levels. In fact, these would still be record quarters if the last quarter of 2021 hadn't been so high. In context, the GDP looks very healthy. Lauren explained that slowing economic growth will result in less supply chain pressure. Whether you're an investor, consumer, house flipper, college student, you've probably felt the pain of the supply chain issues since COVID started. Lauren explained that slowing economic growth would relieve some of these issues. Lauren sure is upbeat, <laughs> a fact that I really appreciate. The producer price index, which often leads the consumer price index, showed a sharp decline. This could indicate that the Federal Reserve's interest rate policies are actually working. Government spending usually leads inflation by 23 months. After a record increase during the pandemic, government spending has dropped significantly. Will the consumer price index follow? Hmm. Lauren also discussed the dreaded yield curve inversion. Many of you know that when short-term treasury yields surpass long-term rates, there is always a recession on the horizon. Lauren explained, however, the inverted yield curve we recently saw was only for a few hours one afternoon. It was great for headlines and newspapers loved it, but does it signal a recession? Lauren also pointed out that there are many yield curves that can be compared. Lauren concluded that this does not necessarily indicate a recession. The Federal Reserve shows very low commercial delinquencies, which is great news. So going back to the early 1990s, it's pretty impressive. Banks have every reason to be lending still, right? So unemployment is shockingly low, and there are a lot of job openings right now. Lauren explained that the labor shortage would not end anytime soon with millions of job openings. U.S. retail sales are slowing, but they are still near record rates. Lauren explained that while interest rates are relatively high now, they are still negative when adjusting for inflation. Meaning that even if you took out a mortgage today, you could look at it like you're making money while borrowing money. Dave Ramsey would hate me for saying that. Lauren had a lot of great thoughts as she summarized. Here are her three main points on macroeconomic trends. U.S. economic growth is dissipating into a soft landing. Underlying fundamentals suggest commodity prices should stabilize. War is a risk. Supply chain issues to improve. Lauren concluded that a soft landing is possible, even likely, and that made me very happy. And the audience of about 2,000 in San Diego breathed a sigh of relief. Phew. Should you take comfort in this potential soft landing? Not necessarily. Why? Because many factors could cause this economy to topple. The war in Europe is undoubtedly one of them, but there are others, one you might not have even thought of. The squeeze on credit markets. Is commercial mortgage lending tightening? 
If the credit markets dry up, we could see a massive slowdown in the entire economy. And I have an article on why, and you can read it at biggerpockets.com. You can also dive deeper into all of the different charts that we talked about today. Okay, pretty good stuff, right? Thanks for taking time to listen to this article. Now remember, the Bigger Pockets calculators are powerful tools to help you make sound investing decisions. You can get five free reports at biggerpockets.com slash calc. And pro members get unlimited use. I'll see you back here in 24 hours or less.